Welcome back to the Northeast Newscast. This week we are sitting down with Santa Claus ahead of the holiday season. Um, we just got done with the Northeast Kansas City Chamber of Commerce Coffee, Culture and Conversations here at the Don Bosco Community Center. And now we get to learn a little bit more about Santa himself. Hi, I'm Santa Claus. I'm also known as Robert Wade. I've been wearing the red suit for over 30 years now. That's great. And you're based in Kansas City. You're from Kansas City. How special is this season to you? The season is very special. It's always been special long before I wore the suit. Uh, much of what I do is for not-for-profits. I also do pets and families, which is very hard for you get pictures with your pets. And so it's a, a great service for those to get them shot professionally. I've worked with uh, a number of different photographers. The current one I've worked with off and on for the 30 years. That's great. And um, today you're wearing kind of a more traditional Santa costume. Tell us a little bit about that. This is actually more of a, a robe, a long robe. It ha it's, it's a red, dark red material with kind of a shiny pattern to it, um, upholstery material actually. It's got uh, white fur down the front and along the bottom. It clasps at the neck. Underneath of that, I wear a, um, a vest out of kind of a paisley material that's gold with red, brown, and green tones to it, uh, wearing a uh, uh, suede cloth brown pants with, with my black boots. The hat I'm wearing is out of the same material as what the, the coat is, and it is a muffin hat from the medieval period, and I wear a pin on all of my hats. You know, I love this type of Santa costume because it's a little more um, classic. You know, we all love the bright red, the big hat, all that kind of stuff, but you can definitely tell this is Santa, and this is the Santa that people have known for hundreds and hundreds of years. So where do you get your costumes? Actually, this one, my sisters made my three newest costumes. My mother made, who was a seamstress, made my first three. Uh, one of them is over 30, is 30 years old. The other two that I wear quite regularly are on the order of something like 27 years old. Wow, so they're really a special touch, you know, made by your family. Yes. That's cool. And they're all red velvet for the most part. The, uh, the, the three, my most three current ones, one of them is the coat I'm currently, the outfit I'm currently wearing. The other one is, that I wear a lot, is a, uh, a traditional suit, except it has uh, a placard front with gold uh, ropes down the side, reindeer buttons down the front, and it's got gold uh, braid trim along the fur at the bottom and along the, bo uh, and along the sleeves. It also has the muffin hat that I wear because I really like that look. Yeah. The third suit is a traditional suit, only it's got very long fur with it. And it is really nice when you're looking, wanting kind of that more formal but informal look. You know, I think it's so important to have those little details in the costumes, in the Santa outfit, because that's what makes it real. You know, what, do, what are the most common reactions you get when kids see you? You know, you've got the real beard, that's a big deal for a Santa. Be aware that children don't see if you're fat or you're thin, or if it's a inexpensive suit or an expensive suit, or if you're wearing a real beard or you're wearing a designer attached beard. All they see is Santa, and that's what's important. It doesn't matter what color you are, 
It doesn't matter um, what your background is or what, what you speak. All they see is Santa, and that's what's important. That's pretty cool. You know, um, we think kind of of the Christmas season, the holiday season, as the later part of December. But I'm sure your season starts a little earlier than that. You know, what's the range for a Santa? Uh, it can be all year. Actually, I did uh, Christmas in the Park in North Kansas City this year. Uh, the park was showing the Christmas story. You know, the one where you'll shoot your eye out movie <laughs> sure. and, and the leg clamp. Uh, they were showing that movie. And I've done the North, North Kansas City Public Library for years and visited with their children uh, at two different intervals every year. They, have a, they asked the, the park department up there if they could be part of the, organ, of the event. They did lots of crafts, and they also then said, and we know Santa, and they <laughs> invited me in. And I spent two hours up there just taking, doing uh, impromptu pictures, visiting with everybody, and it was a lot of fun. That's great. So it's a wide variety of events that you've attended. Yes, it is. We also have a number of the other Santas in the area that work with Santa America, which is an organization that works with hospice children. Okay. And so these are all terminal children, and um, it takes you have to have special training to do that. I've been working towards that. It is very heart-rendering to do work like that. Actually, the head of Santa America is in the Kansas City, Kansas City area now. That's pretty cool. That's, I'm sure that makes, you know, a really tough situation, a little bit brighter, especially around the holidays. Uh, and they actually go in and work with the children all year long. So many of us are active all year long doing good works. That's pretty cool. And I think you had told me earlier that you were planning on going to a hospital later this month. I have done vis visitations at Truman for a number of years. I'm hopefully will be going in for sure the maternity unit. Uh, normally, I'm able to go into the neonatal unit and take pictures with all the preemies, which is wonderful. That's great. I am also have visited with, at the, uh, the Veterans Hospital as well. You know, as a December baby myself, I'm sure my mom would have loved if Santa would have shown up to take a picture with her newborn. <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun, and usually a lot of times other children are with them in, yeah. in, in, in the room. That's a lot of fun. Well, cool. I think it's really interesting. I heard you saying earlier that you've been Santa at a wedding. Tell yeah. me what that was like. Oh, it was very different. They had invited <laughs> all their friends in for a Christmas dinner, a big formal Christmas dinner with a dance. Sure. Well, the couple got up and they were actually kind of towards the back of the room and they were, uh, art, uh, she mentioned that she really loves Santa. And during the conversation about Christmas and he goes, but there's no such thing as Santa. And she says, but I really love Santa. And he gets more and more loud. There's no such thing as Santa. About this time, I slide around the corner and behind him, we do one of those Groucho Marx turns until finally I tap him on the shoulder. And he goes, Santa? <laughs> well, at that point there, he didn't quite believe me. So I told him about a present that he'd gotten when he was living in Germany with his family in the military. Oh my gosh. And it was, he had gotten a weight set and it, the parents hid it in the Volkswagen trunk, which is in the front. And so I told him about the heavy gift he got out of the elephant's trunk. And then we went through and we did more visitating. They had a chair set up. I visited with all the children that were there and basically killing time because the couple slipped out. She went in to uh, put on her wedding gown. He went on and put in a tux. 
and they were, I was supposed to just killing time for that. Sure. Well, I look at the back of the room, and all of a sudden I see somebody at the back of the room giving me stretch it, you know, with the, the hands pulling out. <laughs> Turns out that the zipper broke on the dress as she was putting oh, it on. Oh, no. And, but the, the ballet used that same building, and one of the ballet people were there and sewed her into the dress. Oh, my gosh. So I had to kill time up in front of this whole crowd during the whole time. <laughs> well, I look back, the wedding couple were there, and I says, well, could we have the appropriate music? I see a couple in the back that look like they want to get married. And I got this <gasps> from all of the people <laughs> in the audience, and they come up for the wedding with the wedding march, do the wedding, and then I got the first dance. Well, at that point, I kind of slipped to the back of the room and disappeared. So Santa appeared and, and disappeared out of nowhere. It was a that's lot of fun. That's so great. I can't, that's a surprise wedding. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And a, a, such a festive way to do it in a classy way too, mm -hmm. you know. Being Santa comes with doing a lot of improv. You know, do you have any training for that or is it something that just comes naturally to you? I'll talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I've... Uh, I learned a long ago, I sang, I sang in a group for a number of years, and at that point you learn to get up in front of people and talk. I've never really had stage fright, but you have to go through, and sometimes it depends on the question. I have a friend of mine that does pets, or he's passed away now, but he always said that he liked doing pets pictures because they didn't ask the awkward questions. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be really careful about what your answer is because you can't be flippant, you can't be um, mad, you can't be anything else. Sometimes you have to be very patient, be very patient with the children sure. and try to explain it. Um, especially questions like, uh, my dad went overseas and my mom tells me he's not coming back. You have to take those questions very carefully. Sure. And. Um, also, you have, you have to be, make sure whatever you say is appropriate. Yeah, definitely. What are some of the most common asks you get from children? Um, it depends on the year. For a long time, it was iPads, iPhones, uh, that sort of thing. Um, it depends on what's hot that season. Uh, you have some that are very down to earth and says, you know, peace on earth. Um, then you get the ones where my dad's in the hospital and very, very ill. And you say, well, you, you give them, says, well, you know, I'll think about your dad. There's nothing I can do. But I hopefully the people he's with people that can help them. Uh, you have to be careful. Um, but the thing is, is that when they had the eye pads, one of the common things, one of the guys used to carry some of the, the eye patches mm -hmm. when you have surgery. And the kid would ask for an iPad, and we'd hand them one of these patches. <laughs> and he gets, no, that's not what I wanted. But it, you know, sometimes you have to, to joke a little bit while you're doing it, too, sure. or kid them about something. Of course. Are there any requests that you just uh, flat out say no? Uh, usually, if they ask for a live animal, I will look at the parents. If the parents nod for what they asked for, I'll go ahead and say, you know, we'll work on it. Normally Santa doesn't because animals don't do really well in the sleigh when it's 20 below. <laughs> uh, but on the other hand, if the parents are for it, you generally say, well, I'll do my best to, to, to answer it. If the parents give me this, oh no, don't, don't say, don't, don't. I'll say, well, you know, I'll just tell them that Santa doesn't do it. 
But if you ask your parents, maybe your parents will go after Christmas and get an animal. Normally, live animals aren't good to give as Christmas presents because they get lost in the Christmas clutter. And um, they really need to do it when a time when it's not a holiday. Sure. So the kids can spend their whole time with the pet and not all the new toys. Yeah, no traveling, no activities, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Do you get a lot of questions about the reindeer? Uh, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a normal thing and you just tell them. I had one little boy that came in and told me he knew, knew how the reindeer flew. He said, they eat beans. <laughs> And he says, and you know, when they, when they expel the gas, that's where they get their lift from. And he was very serious about it. I think that'd be a pretty smelly ride for Santa. Well, just think <laughs> where Santa is riding. He's riding behind the reindeer. It's time to take a break to thank our sponsors. Shemekas Online Market in Delhi, offering catering and nationwide shipping at shemekasonline.com. Find their new deli at 16th and Swift in North Kansas City. Shemekas, where customers become friends and friends become family. KC Care Health Center cares for more than 19,000 underserved and uninsured Kansas City residents. This year, KC Care celebrates 50 years of providing compassionate, patient-centered health care to everyone who needs it. Learn more about KC Care at kccare.org. KC Care, the heart of community health care. From classics to campers, hot rods to hoopties, Seaberg Muffler. Your exhaust headquarters since 1974. Armor Road in Burlington in North Kansas City, Missouri. And now back to the newscast. It's, it, it's a lot of fun, you know, and they're always, you know, the reindeer. And I tell them, you know, you hear about the eight reindeer, the ninth one being Rudolph. But I said that story was written many, many years ago. And I have a whole herd of reindeer, and they all vie for being, to being pull my sleigh. So I'm, you know, it may be the grandchildren with the same name, but it may be some other other names that are pulling my sleigh every year. And I actually do have teams around the world, so if somebody, if the team gets tired, I can pull in and change teams. That's great, because that's a pretty long night for one team. It, it, <laughs> and, and you're traveling very, very fast. I'm sure. We always watch the Santa tracker with my little cousin. He's 10 now. But we log on and we can watch Santa, his path all the way around the world. And they just love seeing that, even though, you know, it's the magic that makes Santa go that fast. My, my card, I believe I gave you one, says believe in the magic. And that's what makes it work. Um, I've known adults that say they quit believing and then they started believing again. The biggest thing is, the best story I ever heard was one little boy came up and told his dad that he knew that there wasn't a Santa because he knew that dad had put the gifts under the tree. And dad pulled him aside and says, yes, there is a Santa and the Santa is me and it's going to be you. Because it's, Santa is an idea and it's, it's giving. And what you do is now you're going to help me put the stuff under the tree this year. And then eventually you're gonna be doing it by yourself. And so you become Santa. I tell people that when I put the suit on, I become Santa. You feel the spirit of St. Nicholas enter you. And when, he, when you take the suit off, he doesn't normally leave. My wife tells me that she would see a change in me when, she would, when I was still putting hair makeup on my, when my beard was still dark. She would say she would see a change. And she was mentioning it to some of the other Santas. And one of the guys said, 
well, when I put the hat on, another one said when I put the, boat, the boots on, another said when I put the coat on, but they all felt that. You feel different inside. And uh, he doesn't fully leave. A little bit of him stays behind each time. And all we could do is say, hope you're more like St. Nicholas. Do you feel that feeling throughout the year? I mean, you spend so much time in the outfit. It has to carry on to the rest of your life. It does. It's like I said, you, you've, he stays with you and you can't help it. I find myself grinning when you see a, a baby go by. Uh, a lot of this kind of stuff. My wife says I'm a different person when I'm wearing the suit. Uh, said we're, I'm impatient at other times. She says she's seen me do infinite patience with children. And it's, um, I think it's the, the influence. And um, you, you know, people might laugh when you tell them, but like I said, I really think it is St. Nicholas is in your heart. So let's talk about the beard. How long have you had it? Since 1976. Okay. I worked for Montgomery Ward, which is just down the street, sure. uh, in the accounting office, and they had a no beard policy. Well, I had grown a beard on several vacations, and I got a pretty good beard in two weeks, and my <laughs> wife really liked it, and she said that uh, one year, so wear it into work. All they can do is tell you to go home and shave it. Well, I'd found out later that they had had a big lawsuit that in one of the retail stores, a guy had a beard and he worked in the back where he didn't meet people, and they forced him, was going to force him to, to shave it, and, and they fired him over it, and he sued and won. Wow. Well, I wore it in, and I got some odd looks, but nobody said a word. About a month later, you started seeing all kinds of facial hair on all the guys <laughs> in the offices. You know, beards and mustaches and big sideburns and stuff. Sure. So I kind of was able to break the ice on that. But it's been since 1976. That's great. And um, how long has it been white? You know, you were saying that you used to put makeup in it? it gets, it's gotten whiter every year of the last, what, three years, Kathy? Probably four. Four years, maybe, that it's been white enough that I haven't had to put anything on it. Okay. I still have you look there's still a few other sure. colors in there but it makes it just look like more natural yeah definitely and it is <laughs> that's fun do you you keep it year-round I'm sure but is there any time in the summer where you're like I just wish I could take this thing off <laughs> uh, I've never felt that I know a lot of the guys do cut it back um, I like to leave it the full length uh, one of the things that keeps you honest because you look and people see Santa and so you're not tempted to do things you shouldn't do. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so what are some of your favorite interactions that you've had while you were Santa? I've had so That's many. That's a big it, question. <laughs> it, yeah, well, I think there's several of them. Uh, part of them are, are pet related. One, I got to do pictures with an 18 foot python. Oh my gosh. Uh, I did five ferrets one time, all in hats and antlers. <laughs> um, I've done hermit crabs. You know the hardest thing about t taking pictures with hermit crabs? Have you ever tried to get a hermit crab to smile? <laughs> and uh, I think we did the largest number that I've done. We did six Great Danes and five Chinese crested all in one shot. My goodness. And actually, there were more in the picture because the next day, one of the Chinese crested whelped three puppies. <laughs> so there were actually more, more in that picture than that, which is like wall-to-wall -wall dogs. That's a lot of dogs. Yes. Uh, I've had some very nice interactions with some uh, physically challenged people. I remember one where we had done pictures with uh, these people's dogs and one of the, and their children were there, but they were both adults, 
adult age in almost like um, wheeled gurneys. And they were probably one-year-old mentally. And they, I said, you know, did you want pictures with your children with Santa and the, and the pets also? And they said, you would do that? I said, of course, they're children. And so we took pictures on that. I thought that was kind of nice. And uh, it's able to do, um, I've worked with a number of people that were physically challenged or mentally challenged. And uh, to me, those are some of the, the, the best ones I've done. It's kind of a normal activity for the parents to be able to participate in, see a picture of their kids with Santa. Yes, and uh, so many, a number of they had tried other places and they wouldn't do it. And I said, you know, why? They're children. I don't care if they're, you know, uh, physically aged older, but they're still children. That's pretty special. So is there anything um, that you like to do around Kansas City during the holiday season? We just went out uh, the other night, and, and years ago we took one of our dogs out to the uh, the lights, Chris, the lights in the park out in uh, uh, Lee Summit, out okay. at the, out the park for the Jackson County. Yeah. And we hadn't seen them and took the dog along. Well, the dog went bonkers. He just <laughs> loved the lights. Well, the next year we went, and all we had to say was Christmas lights, and he was over waiting for his, his leash to go on. Well, this year we adopted a new dog. It's a little Havanese, and she had not seen it. So we went out to see the lights again, and the, the other dog was doing exactly what we were going and why we were going, just excited about it. And she wasn't so excited until you go through the big tunnel of lights when you first enter the main part mm -hmm. of it. And then all of a sudden she saw all the, the moving images and things like that. And by the time we were done, she was standing up looking back trying to look at all the lights still. So it's amazing that dogs like lights, and that's something we like to do. That's um, so great. My um, father-in-law lives in southern Kansas, and he has two dogs. Mm -hmm. He takes them to their light show at their park every single year. And I don't know if his dogs get so excited for the lights or because they know they're going to get a pup cup afterwards. But it's funny to see how excited they get. They're just like children, the jumping up and down and looking from window to window and all that kind of stuff. So. And the, a couple of the other things we like to do, we always like to go out to uh, Independence Square and see all the little shops out there oh, sure. and, and walk through the plaza when the lights are on. Yeah, there's some pretty special places in Kansas City around the holidays. You know, I personally love going to Union Station and my husband has size 16 feet. So I wanted to take him ice skating once, but we showed up and they didn't have any skates big enough. But yeah, you know, seeing the mayor's Christmas tree driving around and seeing everybody who's decorated their houses. I think it's really special. All of the time and effort people put into making this, the season more special. We were down at Union Station and Crown Center a couple days ago and walked through. And um, it's always fun to go down and look at it. My wife used to work at Union Station. Oh, really? And so um, it, it's always a pleasure to go down there. Yeah, well, it's great. and. Um, if you haven't been, I would recommend driving through the Northeast neighborhoods. We're doing a fun little um, car parade where you get to decorate your car and then decorate your houses. And we just parade through the whole thing. Everybody gets candy. All the kids come out and wave and all the stuff. It's a lot of fun. You know, even in some of those East Side neighborhoods that don't get the special attention, people make a real effort to spruce up a little bit. I think it's fun. It, it's always fun to do that. And, uh, some of the, I've seen some 
really nice displays in neighborhoods that some people in the city wouldn't drive through, but they're nice people. I think it's interesting this time of year to see the cultural differences in our holidays. You know, people who were maybe raised Christian in a different country or, you know, celebrate Jewish holidays, all these things combined in areas like Northeast Columbus Park. You know, Santa has become such an icon for Christmas. But different countries have different versions of Santa. You know, these older costumes, these more, sorry, more traditional costumes that you wear are kind of more the old European, right? Uh, sort of. Uh, it, it depends on what you're talking about. Our concept of the modern Santa comes out of the, the Night Before Christmas story. And the original publication was in a blue suit. But the, follow, the next publication came out and they'd finally gotten red inks that worked well. <laughs> so they printed it with, with the red suit. And at that point there, the red suit and then Coca-Cola with the Coca-Cola suits um, and their ads. That's kind of imprinted the U.S. with what Santa, a traditional suit, looks like. Um, I've, pictured, I've done visitations in, at the North, uh, North Kansas City Library and we've had a number of um, uh, Muslim and Islamic children come in for pictures, which is always a lot of fun. I've done pictures with, uh, with two gentlemen and their dogs, and they bring the menorah in with them, and we make sure we plug the menorah in so it's lit. Um, and they do that for their Christmas card, which is fun. Um, Santa transcends uh, religion, he transcends culture, he tra transcends uh, many things, and he becomes kind of a universal image of Christmas around the world. Um, even, especially even in non-Christian non countries. It's very big in Japan and a number of other countries as well. Uh, and even in Germany, uh, Russia, where it's not Santa Claus, you get Father Frost. And it serves the same image as what, what Santa does in the rest of the world, but that is traditional for them. Um, Santa is, uh, in Holland, he, he rides a white horse. Hmm. Uh, in Australia, his sleigh is pulled by kangaroos. <laughs> so it varies around the world. A different Santa to fit all of those needs in all of those situations. I think it's great. If people want to contact you, you know, how should they reach out? Um, I will give you my, one of my cards, and if they contact you, uh, you're welcome to give out my, my email address. Sure. Sounds good. Well, thank you. And thank you for listening to the Northeast Newscast. As we continue our 90-year tradition of delivering free newspapers to Northeast residents, now you can help the Northeast News continue to produce community journalism directly by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash northeastnewskc. In exchange, we hope to offer our Patreon subscribers access to exclusive content. For all our episodes, articles, and more, visit northeastnews.net.